Everyone in! Let's go! Huddle up on three! One, two, three! Huddle, Huddle up! up. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen. Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Auburn wins. This could be a sentence that a month ago would sound incomprehensible. From 31 yards, McPherson and Cincinnati is heading to the Super Bowl. He called it again, I'm sure. He walked up and he goes, can you believe, coach? We're going to the Super Bowl. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome in Huddle Up Podcast. It is Tuesday night, January the 17th, 2023. And uh, we are back for another another trip through the uh, through the sports world. Um, the, uh, the field is narrowing. We're getting closer to the end, but uh, we will continue uh, to press on and do our best as we... Uh, Look towards Divisional Weekend in the National Football League. But make sure you are following us on social media if you are not already. At Huddle Up Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. YouTube is youtube.com slash at Huddle Up Podcast. Also, uh, you can check out our merchandise over at tpublic.com as well as uh, subscribing to us on all podcast uh, platforms. Uh, make sure you, uh, you subscribe, follow Tell your friends, get as many people uh, in on the action. Uh, we've had um, a lot of growth over the past couple of months, and we hope to continue that uh, not only through the end of the live season here, but uh, into our off season uh, as well. Um, and uh, we will talk more about that in a few weeks because uh, still plenty to talk about. Um, right now, just myself and Matt, I think we'll have Ernest DJ Christian at some point, student of the game Kyle Nash uh, is off covering, uh, UCF basketball tonight. So he will not be joining us on the live show, but, uh, Matt, how you doing this week, my friend? Doing well. Um, I've got to watch some stress-free football this weekend, which is <laughs> always nice when you get to the playoffs to have one of those weekends where you can just kind of take everything in. And despite, I think what a lot of people thought, we got some pretty good games out of the weekend. I think there were only two of the of the games that were completely lopsided and, and even one of those was still close at halftime and, and then just kind of san francisco was like oh that's right we had a game today um yeah. what are we doing here yeah um, even, otherwise everything was was pretty competitive until you got to monday night yeah even into the to the third quarter i think uh seattle was kind of making a game of it and then and san francisco kind of pulled away everything else uh pretty close yeah much to uh 
Uh, a lot of people surprised, including myself. Last night was uh, was not close. It was never close, and it was uh, that way in uh, in my favor. Which, uh, like I said, I, I didn't really see that one coming. But we'll certainly talk about the weekend that was. Look ahead to the weekend uh, that will be. Devin and Mike checking in with us uh, live. Hope you guys are doing well. And if you are uh, following along with us live, you can interact with us. I think. Uh, there's still an issue with StreamYard and you and uh, Twitter, so if you want to uh, give your live reactions with us, hop over on the Facebook or the YouTube live feed, and um, you can uh, give your reactions in the comments. Um, I, I do want to start off, though, and, and uh, for those that know, Matt and I, uh, we cover uh, pro wrestling uh, and, and have our pro wrestling podcast, 3CT, on Thursday nights. Um, some, some kind of uh, crazy breaking news we were just talking about. Uh, before we hit the um, the the, the start and, and and went live here, um, there there's a lot of reports going around and and it, and it seems to have been confirmed with the uh, kind of local scene here on the the East Coast that uh, one half of the the Briscoe brothers, the uh, Ring of Honor uh, tag team champions, Jay Briscoe, uh, was at at, at the uh, was in a car accident, and there are some reports um, that that uh, he has passed away. Uh, not. Uh, 100% confirmed yet, but um, certainly want to uh, send our condolences and, and our prayers and all that with um, with uh, his family and, and him. If, if if the reports aren't um, aren't 100% true, but um, the the news does not seem great uh, at this hour. So um, yeah, just uh, just kind of a, another one of those uh, unfortunate and uh, sobering reminders of of the fragility of life. So. Um, not a not a great way to start, and um, certainly, uh, if you are a pro wrestling fan, uh, we will uh, be covering that as much as we can on on three CT this week um, uh, on Thursday Night Live. So, um, all right, Matt, let's uh, let's then you know no no good way to transition, but uh, uh, you know let's let's get to um, the uh, the the good, the bad, and the ugly from the uh, from the sports weekend. Looking back, uh, of course, it was the uh, the super wild card weekend. Um, I, the the NFL has to you know make, make things as marketable as possible. So, um, what was uh, Matt? What was your good from the weekend that was? Um, I'm going to give it to the the 49ers. I think that even though there was kind of a slow start for them, and and we saw Seattle kind of hang into it. A lot of questions were, is Brock Purdy going to be able to carry this success on into the playoffs, uh, you know, and granted it, it was against the seven seed. So I don't see, think we've seen him against a, a true test yet in terms of a, a strong defense since Seattle's defense uh, this year is not the Legion of Boom or anything close to it. Uh, they, they're probably one of the, the worst defenses in the NFL, but I, I think still seeing a, a unproven rookie, um, if we can still call him unproven at this point, go into the playoffs uh, and, and handle business the way he needed to, make the throws that he needed to, because we, we did see some quarterbacks that were not making the throws this weekend. So as easy as those throws may have looked, you still have to um, deliver, and he did. So um, I will give it to the Niners for – for the offense kind of being able to to keep the pace with the defense 
giving them the chances that they did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the, the the question has kind of been for me with with Brock Purdy and the Niners is 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 when it when is this rookie bubble going to burst? I mean, we've we've seen it with with upstart quarterbacks, and they'll they'll play good for a while. Defenses start to figure them out, and there's kind of this learning curve where they where they kind of regress a bit, and then some never get back to that form. Some uh, some do and 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 improve even better. We haven't seen that regression point yet with with Brock Purdy. So, um, yeah, will will that continue uh, through this weekend? We'll certainly be previewing previewing those games um, in uh, in a little bit here. Um, but the I'll I'll go to Devin's uh, here in the comments because this is one I, I had uh, like penciled in uh, up until last night. Uh, he's good. He said, "Is the Dolphins playing a good game?" Uh, on Sunday, the future looks a lot, uh, a lot brighter. Um, That's fair, Devin. That is, yeah. I, I think that I think the De the Dolphins hung around a, a little bit more than a lot of people were anticipating. Certainly, more than I was. You know, when when uh, Buffalo went up uh, almost twenty one nothing, then seventeen nothing. It kind of seemed to everyone that the the spread was going to be ac accurate, and, and they dealt. Buffalo went handily double-digit score, and, and then Miami battled back. Allen made a, a lot of mistakes that the Dolphins were able to capitalize on. So I think if you get that quarterback position healthy, if Tua moving forward can kind of stay out on the field, uh, it, it seems like uh, that team has a lot of promise. They certainly have the weapons offensively surrounding whoever is going to be quarterback. Yeah, I mean, if, if Skylar Thompson – uh, which sounds like um, you know somebody out from ninety-eight degrees, not an NFL quarterback. Uh, but if Skylar Thompson can can go toe to toe with Buffalo in Buffalo in January, you know this place that we've been told since the beginning of the season, if the Bills get home field advantage, uh, there's no beating them. And Skylar Thompson goes in um, and and almost does the thing on Wild Card Weekend. So uh, yeah, certainly uh, certainly something to be. Uh, to to feel positive about there, uh, Devin, and and to all uh, to all Dolphins fans, um, mine, and and I'll get to Mike's uh, in the comments in a in a second, um, and and this I'm I'm you know Kyle I'll uh, I'll play it for you even though you're not here with us on the air. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Um, Kyle uh, went went at me the other week because how dare I, um be frustrated with my own quarterback who is making poor decisions and playing poorly. Um, but I, I'll go, I'll go Homer with mine and, and specifically to the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, there, there's been a lot of questions, justifiably. So a lot of criticism, justifiably. So at Dak Prescott this season, um, he has not been great. It has not been all on him, but he has not been without blame. Um, down the stretch. And uh, last night, again, I understand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were 8-9. and nine. I understand that this Bucks team was not very good, um, but we've seen Dak and the Cowboys ill-perform against worse teams uh, at times. So uh, Dak Prescott, to me, played his best game as a pro last night. Um, competition, I understand, but with with all the criticism, with all the weight of everything around the noise around that team down the stretch, 
all of the talk of Brady is 7 and 0 against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are 1 and 6 in the playoffs in the blue uniforms. They don't play well on grass. Um you know, the laundry list of criticisms and and questions and all of that. Um and and Dak played almost flawlessly last night. Um you know, one or two kind of missed passes um later in the game the first two drives weren't great but once he locked in he was spectacular um so you know I I I hope and this is what I was talking about with a with a colleague of mine today uh that is a Cowboys fan that that our hope is that this is him turning the corner again this is a Bucks team that was eight and nine that won a terrible division we're we're aware of this and and the task is going to be much harder um five days from now but for, for one night um, in South Florida, um, or I guess more Central Florida, um, Dak Prescott looked like the guy who deserved to get paid what we're paying him. So um, kudos to Dak, obviously to the Cowboys, but um, I'm especially happy, and, and, and it's my good for this week, was uh, the play of Dak Prescott. Yeah, again, uh, similar to Brock Purdy, um, you know, Tampa Bay's defense, not the greatest, but, you know, like I had said, there, there were some QBs specifically on the on the other team in that game that were not making the throws that they needed to, and Dak was making the throws. So whether the, the defense on Tampa Bay is, is one that's going to be able to stop a, a quarterback playing well doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, he delivered. That. Right. And I think that that, that um, certainly is, is something that, that needs to be said for anyone catching criticism. And we'll get to – the, the bad and the ugly, but I, it made me smile when you played Kyle's tried to tell you, but you didn't listen because he gave us that quote about the Jaguars Chargers games. And unfortunately he's not here to kind of eat up how incorrect he was <laughs> in, in that analysis. That's uh, that is certainly true. And, and um, yeah, let's go uh, here to Mike's. His good was, well, at first he uh, auto-corrected rumble in the jungle, which it was the rumble in the jungle. Um, he, uh, corrected it. The fumble in the jungle. Yes. Uh, for Bengals fans have to be much happier that that play, uh, went the way it did than the alternative because Mike may not be as happy today, uh, if that play doesn't end up the way it did, but the 98 yard, uh, fumble, uh, return touchdown, uh, to, um, to clinch the game for the, uh, for the Bengals, a, a, Seven point victory, but in the playoffs, you don't need style points. You just need to have more, uh, more points on the uh, on the scoreboard than you win. Darn right, exactly, exactly. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be great. Um, all you have to do is advance. Uh, we've seen ugly Super Bowl wins, and you know, I I, like I I was ten years old when that the the last time I was able to celebrate one from my team so I'll take an ugly one at this point I don't care <laughs> um but yeah certainly uh certainly good there for uh for Bengals fans um close battle again we, we talked about with the Bills and some of their questions and and you know we'll, we'll get to uh power rankings and all of that talk later but uh you know the Bills uh struggling to put away Skylar Thompson the Bengals I know Tyler Huntley's better than Skylar Thompson at least right now um, but, uh, you know, if Lamar was there, would it have been a different story? Uh, no way to tell, but, um, you know, the, 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 the Bengals did what they had to do. They, they got the win. So, uh, congratulations to Mike and, uh, and to the Bengals, uh, to the Bengals fans. Uh, Matt, what was your bad from the weekend that was? 
So my bad will go to that game on the other side of the ball in terms of Ravens versus Bengals because the clock management we saw from the Ravens to close out the game um, would have been ugly if not for another collapse that we saw on the same weekend. So we will go with bad for the Ravens and how they closed out the game. When you have an opportunity to go down the field and possibly win the game and you're acting like you have four minutes before halftime, um, that, that's not the effort that we've come to expect from a Harbaugh coach team. Um, I was under the impression that they were going to try to go down for the score uh, and then go for the win with a two-point conversion. That's what I was expecting in terms of aggressiveness from Harbaugh. And instead, we saw them just kind of sit back and and wait and, and run and take their time and huddle while the clock's still running and you're not calling timeouts like they – get to carry those two timeouts into next season for the first game or something. Wait, that's not how it works. It was, it was just uh, it was just a weird <laughs> yeah. coaching display from from Harbaugh, not one that, that we've come to expect from someone who has, you know, been to Super Bowls, won Super Bowls, is a very accomplished head coach to have that lack of awareness. Um, and you can't put it all on the quarterback because at the end of the day, he can still call those timeouts if, if he sees fit. And they're just – seem to be no urgency at all from that sideline. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily wholeheartedly uh, disagree with with some of the decision to let the, the clock play down because um you know I, I guess we we've seen Brady do it, we've seen Mahomes do it, we've seen Allen do it. Um you don't you don't want to be on the bad side of a uh you know 30 second dr- touchdown or field goal winning drive. Sure. Um, so I don't, you I don't, got, you got to tie first though. Before well, that, I mean, that, that, that's certainly true, but, exactly. but so I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with all of it, but it's certainly not like you said, what we've come to expect with, uh, with John Harbaugh team, uh, finally joined, finally uh, joining, uh, hold on, Matt, finally joining sure. us, uh, from the, the security van is Ernest DJ Christian. How we doing? Have some total issues here, but, uh, we'll figure it out. What's up guys? Oh, oh, good. I'll, I'll, I'll further the, the bad into the Ravens organization as a whole at the end of the day, the day when some of the uh, comments that we're hearing from players on the team of, you know, Ooh. if Lamar was here, we would have won. Why wasn't I getting the ball in this situation, et cetera, et cetera. It just was not a good look post-game either from, from a, a number of players on the team, specifically Dobbins, but – um, yeah, I think there there were plenty of opportunities for other players to kind of step up, be leaders, and, and kind of squash that, and it it didn't happen. So those comments probably shouldn't have even been made. Stronger leadership in the locker room, they don't get made. Yeah, that um that almost borderlines to ugly the 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 the, yeah. the, the breakdown day by the Ravens. Um, certainly uh, certainly not what you want to hear. I mean, some of it may not. May, may be factual, but uh, certainly not not what you want to uh, certainly not what you want to hear coming out of uh, coming out of the, the the games this weekend, and and they uh, they haven't they're having to look towards this uh, this weekend or this uh, this off season and uh, next season. But uh, EJ, let's backtrack a minute since uh, since we didn't get your your good. Uh, what was your good from the the past weekend? No, no, my good was actually the the amount of competitive football football we had this weekend. Look at the last two years, Walker Weekend, Super Walker Weekend has been shitty. To be real, too shitty. And this, I mean, this week we thought it would be the same situation, and yet we had 
really five or six games competitive. Even in the Seahawks Niners game, late third quarter, Seahawks had a chance to take a lead. And then uh, Jim Hummel's a ball, and the rest is history. But other than last night's game, it was a competitive uh, wildcard weekend. Really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, we we kind of touched on that. Uh, we kind of touched on that, uh, you know, a couple minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that that you know, really, with the exception of of uh, last night's game, you know, it really was kind of the one of the better wild card weekends uh, we can remember in, in in quite a while. Certainly, the best since the uh, since the addition of the seventh team on uh, yeah, on, on both sides. Um, EJ, what was your uh, what was your bad from the weekend? My bad is actually the bad analysis all week leading into the Cowboys Bucks game from the mainstream media. Okay. You know, I know it's fun. I, I know it's fun to be fun of the Cowboys, and we do it on the show all the time with you, Jim, and you know the media, Steve A. Smith, and the whole thing with the Cowboys, and you know. But the the fact that so many people pick, pick up the Bucks to win the game was like it's weird. You, you guys not watch this team this all year long? They were not good all year long. Even their eight wins, they were horrible. You know, like. The only way Dallas lost that game last night, they beat themselves. Like, Dallas is, is far away the better team. And oh, again, man, we get, we, 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 and then we get into the analysis of, like, yeah, let's make fun of the Cowboys. Because, no, Dallas is a better team than Tempe. And last night was went the way it should have last week. Honestly. Not unheard of for Dallas to beat themselves, CJ. Right. And I, I think but that's. No, I agree. But these two teams, though, like, last year, San Fran was on par with Dallas. I picked San Fran last year. This year, no, no excuses. Dallas should beat beat them, beat their asses. And I told Jim all week they're going to win and win comfortably. Right, but I mean, the 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 talking point doesn't come out of nowhere, though. I mean, this right, right. This is an right. organization who has found itself um, on the comically bad side of uh, of of failure for right. for so many times. I mean. You know, you go back to seasons where they were the number one seed. They were uh, the NFC East champion. They're twelve and four. They're thirteen and three. They're eleven and five. They end up drawing a six seed in the second round if they had a bye, or you know, the six seed in the first round. And uh, that you know, they 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 found ways. They they found ways to lose. And okay. yeah. you, you know, so so. Well, yeah, it, it's probably heavy-handed, but we also have to keep in mind, and I'm not certainly not trying to defend uh, national sports media, which can be just, you know, a, a honk fest at times. A little bit um, much, right. I- you know, the, the also the, the narrative around the Cowboys being bad sells, uh, sells ratings and sells clicks. So um, that, that certainly plays into it, there's, uh, as well. There's a number of rabid fan bases that analysts are going to attack to try to just get viewership up. And it's the Cowboys is one of them. The Eagles is going to certainly be one of them. I look forward to that all week this week in, in hearing how Daniel Jones is now the, the second coming of Joe Montana right. and how the, the Eagles are going to just get absolutely annihilated. He's going like, to be slow down dude. Exactly. a lot. And I look forward to Nick Wright just hammering that home <laughs> all week. You you want to you want to have you, you want to have an annoying uh sports media week. If the Eagles and Cowboys both win this week, next week will be insufferable. <laughs> like in 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 national sports media. So so uh we'll obviously get to our picks later, but be my uh, worst nightmare. <laughs> but, but yeah, it will uh it will it will get it will get obnoxious. Um, if, uh, if both those teams win, we'll get to the predictions later. Um, uh, my bad from the weekend, 
look, I, I know everybody wants to write the the Kurt Coupins uh, saga from Sunday. And granted, the last play of the game um, was not good. Um, I don't know if that's a play call, if that's a bad read, if that's – I don't know what that was. That was bad. There's no escaping that. Um, and I'm not I'm not taking anything – any credit away from the New York Giants, but the Vikings defense was terrible on <laughs> Sunday. That, that That's my bad. Um, and it further kind of solidified the, 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 the point, and I understand that – you know, at, at times this year, and I'm looking at a 40 to three uh, Cowboys victory over the Vikings as as one of those, where both sides of the ball were bad. But there's a reason that this team had was 13 and four and had a point differential of plus five. Um, you know, they're they're giving up way too many points. It's a old defense. It's a beat up defense, and and they need to they really need to address that because you have weapons on offense. You can make the debate about uh, Kirk Cousins all you want. But yeah. my, my bad, certainly, the Vikings defense was was horrible. Was just getting shredded. Um, you know, look, I know we have we have fun with the Danny Dime stuff, and I can't wait till he signs his extension with New York. Um it's coming. But like it's coming, you baby. have you it's have coming. Saquon it's Barkley, you have Daniel Jones, and you have who the fuck's playing wide receiver for this team. And they're just shredding that defense. So so yeah, that's definitely my bad. If you guys want to give any thoughts to that, feel free, and then we'll get to a couple of the comments. Yeah, the, the the check down is certainly a, a questionable call for sure. Um, and if you look at it big picture, I saw the analysis that Kurt Warner did, and you know maybe you're just trying to get that to I believe it was Hawkinson and, and hope that oh, he breaks yeah. breaks one tackle because if he breaks that tackle, he's running for for days. Um, he's going to hold that too. Right. So I I don't necessarily think it's the worst decision in the world you just it's it's a coin toss if he breaks that tackle or not and do you put your season on a coin toss i wouldn't um cousins shouldn't have their you know force force to throw into double coverage if you need to you have the best wide receiver in the league arguably uh who like mike said in the comments what happened to him where justin jefferson go that would have been the time to to have your playmaker make a play um so get it into the hands of of your guy that has carried you this far into the season, in my opinion. Um, and, and if they didn't call a, a play to try to get him wide open or running a slant, running a, an in pattern, that that was a, a huge mistake on the offensive mm -hmm. coordinator. Yeah, no, Mike, I, I see your, your comment here. It, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't coupons fault. No, certainly I, again, not entirely. No, again, look, no. It, it's, it's, one of those things where everybody's going to focus on the last play, but you shouldn't have you shouldn't have been in the position to have to make that last play. Uh, I get it. I'll never understand a play call where there's anybody in a position to uh, catch a ball that short of a of a first down line when you need a first down. Um, but the, it should the game shouldn't have been in that spot anyway. Uh, hey, a surprise drop in from oh, section yeah, from from section one hundred eight. Student of the game, Kyle Nash. What's going on? Hold on, we can't hear you. Official press. There we are. I usually have here uh, uh, at, at UCF contests. So there you go. Look at you, glasses. You got your hair. You got your hair combed. Look at you. You look professional, I mean, Kyle. Are, 
the glasses are because I'm, you know, pretty blind. Um, you know. Setting so. old. Um, Kyle, we we were just we were just discussing, and and I'm going to make you listen to the playback uh, to hear my good. But but after listening to you you and EJ drone on a little bit on on the uh, earnestly speaking podcast today. Um, I think you'll be happy with my with my good from the from the weekend that was. Um, but do you have a bad? We won't backtrack all the way to your good, but do you have a bad? I mean, my bad is 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 definitely uh, the morons that want to focus on a cowboy kicker missing extra points when Thomas Edward Patrick Bieber Brady looked like he did. Like, really, that's what we're gonna focus on the kicker. Listen, I like kickers too. I mean, right? I'm I'm focused on it, but that's a different story. Well, right. <laughs> and I'm also focused on you. You know, I almost made the bad you being unable to write a, a an apology card to Dak Prescott, but I've been told by EJ Christian that uh Like I said, uh, listen you, listen to the playback. I think you'll be surprised. Oh, well, how psychic of me. <laughs> um, so, that was so the Facebook post you put earlier this morning was the apology no so but I, I did pedal back on that but yeah i mean that would definitely be my bad like this is really what we're doing we're focusing on mixed missed extra points in what was the single biggest beatdown of the weekend bar none because hey at least the seattle game was close for a half they were winning at one point you know they were they were um let's see here mike's uh bad where the f did justin jefferson go uh yeah that uh that that wasn't great for uh for the vikings or anybody involved um and uh Devin's bad is uh the uh the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego um with uh the 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 biggest the biggest blown lead in a playoff game or or something like that. I'll start the transition uh to the ugly because that's that that's my ugly is is the blown 27 to nothing lead. So Devin, good job there. Um man I'm sitting. I'm sitting at the, at a hockey game Saturday night, and I, and I'm like, I'm I'm just catching the score updates, and I'm going, huh? I did not expect. Like I I didn't I didn't I wouldn't have been surprised if the Chargers won. I think I picked the Jags. I can't exactly remember. That was seven days ago, um, but <laughs> I I wouldn't have expected twenty seven to nothing route, and then certainly wouldn't have expected, you know, getting to the diner after the the hockey game and seeing the Jaguars complete the comeback. So um certainly not you don't want to be on the the, the wrong side of that one. The the Chargers are I I I've heard reports that Matt Ryan sent a thank you basket to Los Angeles, but I can't confirm that at this time. Um but uh, and and again, you going back to having to play this game without Mike Williams um certainly uh in hindsight looks even worse now uh than it did before. Uh, he certainly has uh, plenty of time to heal that broken back from a meaningless week 18. Oh, but we uh, but my ugly was the Chargers. Uh, your thoughts, any any of you guys? Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a very fair ugly. Um, I have some other options, but that was certainly at the top. All right, Matt. Want to dive into your? Let's dive into your ugly, Matt. Sure, and we talked about it at the start of the show, Jim, where you know we said a win at this point is a win. When you get to the playoffs, even an ugly win is still a win, so it doesn't really matter, but I will still give an ugly to the Bills. You play to win the game. The game that they played looked entirely uninspired after the, what we saw the week before against New England. They just came out and looked really flat against the Miami team after they kind of let their foot off the gas early on in the game. 
let the team battle back. Um, it, it should have been something that they won handily, whether it was just them looking forward to the week ahead because they thought they had it in hand. But I think that they stumbled a little bit when you want to be having full steam ahead, especially when you were going to be facing the team in the, the Bengals, who is going to be just as motivated to be up for the game uh, as you were. For sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I've talked all year that the uh, the Bills kind of struggled at times to put teams away. So um, certainly it will be something to watch uh, this weekend. EJ, from the, from the second camera angle, um, what was your ugly from the weekend? My ugly? Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, oh, look at you. Excellent. excellent. All right, cool. No, my ugly this weekend was actually just the questionable coaching this weekend from uh, – from Mike McDaniel to John Harbaugh to, of course, Brandon Staley, which I've been saying since last year that that guy has probably got to go. And you know, well, we got to we got to check McDaniel's uh, vape pen to see what was in there. That may, that, too? <laughs> that may have caused some of the the questionable coaching decisions. But <laughs> I mean, I, I would say the Harbaugh was a little more like what the fuck. Like the time management thing was. Just, I, I kind of talked about it in the podcast that I still I still don't get it. Like. If you're not, if you run that that clock down, just use your timeout. You worry about miscommunications. I mean, I, I I didn't get it. It was just weird. Yeah, I mean, even even in good games, some some odd and and not great coaching decisions. Certainly, uh, not not using the running back at at the goal line when you have a couple of bruisers on your team. Uh, maybe the the biggest uh, questionable decision of them all. Um, you know, kind of putting all, all your trust in your season in the hands of a, um, you know, not that he's not capable, but a backup quarterback nonetheless. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know Matt obviously was touching in, in his bad about uh, specifically Harbaugh and some of the coaching uh, coaching decisions there. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, what was your uh, ugly from the weekend? You know, I could go a lot of directions. I mean, you know, the, 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 the injuries – I could go the direction of, of, of the Bucks trying to tell me, or Bucks fans rather, trying to tell me how they're going to be in the Super Bowl and get past the 49ers. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with everybody turning on Justin Herbert as if he's the reason that the Chargers lost. Like, is it just me? Or, or has everybody basically done their best reverse tick? Or, or no, the haters are coming out of the woodwork. Like, Suddenly, Justin Herbert sucks. I get that he maybe he's been a touch overrated by some pundits, but like it doesn't have to be extremes, people. He could just be somebody who was stuck with some garbage coaching. The very same people who throw Justin Herbert on the bus all of a sudden want to then, you know, forget four or five tweets ago they were bitching about the whole Mike Williams back thing. You know, not, and that's not on you, Jim. I'm not giving you a hard time. You aren't this guy, but I've seen it out there and it's quite ridiculous. I've seen people who are very respectable. They tour the AFC South, for example. You know, I don't, I don't get throwing Herbert under the bus. I think it's very silly to do that. He's still going to be a top 10, top 15 quarterback in this league, regardless of how this game went. Yeah, and I mean, uh, we, we obviously saw the news today um, that the the Chargers are moving on from their offensive coordinator, moving on from their quarterback coach. Um, you know, a lot of people questioning why isn't it Staley? I, I think you know maybe he's given a a stay of execution, um, uh, as, as it were, uh, maybe one more season with with a 
uh, so a, a change in the coaching staff. We'll, we'll see. So um, maybe this will maybe this will be the step to depending on who you bring in. Uh, you know what, Jim? I'm so sorry. You made me realize what my actual ugly was. Not just that team doing that, but another team throwing their offensive coordinator under the bus as if he's the problem. The firing of Todd Bowles is outright ridiculous to me in my mind. And there have been people, even ridiculous. people heard, Jim, try to call out uh, uh, a left witch as if he's the problem. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily understand that one. You had a a team. We've talked about it all season that that's been decimated by injury. Um, you have a um, a a forty six year old quarterback. Um, you know that that for the first time, uh, arguably to some, uh, it really looked mortal <laughs> this year. Really, I mean, um, the, and and we'll we'll touch on on Brady here in a in, in a little bit uh but yeah I I don't I don't I don't get that one I what I, were I, the expectations I wonder out of left which this season has the the quarterback situation was forced upon him at that point you spend months game planning for not Tom Brady and then last minute you're like well now you have Tom Brady Tom's like I'm back yeah, bitches he's, <laughs> he's obviously not going to bench Tom Brady or <laughs> no. be fired on the spot so Beyond that, the injuries and, and not just to the offensive line, but to the receiving core as well. I mean, it was just a no-win situation for Leftwich all season. So to have him as the sacrificial lamb is is certainly a good call for ugly, Kyle. Well, and yeah, and I mean, who else would he play over Brady too? Kyle Trask. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's. I mean, it's 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 almost comically bad when when you when you look. I mean. For that team to have been the one to win that division, like it, it, it truly is, uh, you know, it, 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 it truly is a, a, a marvel of how, uh, of how rough, uh, that that division, that whole situation was, and and um, EJ, I want to I want to dive into something that that you said on on your, uh, podcast, your uh, unfiltered pod today, because you said that you would you would still today and I'm I'm not I don't know that I necessarily disagree with it but let we'll we'll dive in uh real quick and we'll 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 field to the panel cuz you said that you would still take Tom Brady over half the quarterbacks in this league I think looking at the one year sample I'm not looking at the next two right, right. Years, so, years I'm just saying right now if I'm starting 2023 he's still better than at least half, half All right well let's right let's let's go to half. let's go let's go to the tape Let's go to the tape. We're, now we're basing this off of who's who was the starting quarterbacks this year. So I, I get some teams can change, but let's 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 work the list. Let's start. We'll go down the AFC first. Uh, assuming Baltimore works out a deal with Lamar Jackson, Lamar obviously. Okay. Kyle, Kyle and Matt chime in as well. Lamar. Lamar. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen obviously. Josh Allen. Okay, uh, Joe Burrow. Uh huh. Okay, uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh huh. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Russell uh, Wilson. Yeah, Watson. Yep. Okay, so you still got Watson. Oh, Ru- oh, no, bad. <laughs> Russell Wilson. That's tough. That's tough it's right now. Tough, but I still probably go with Russ. Same here. One year, one year sample. One year sample. 
Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I will go Russ, but it's okay. it's it's a tough. That, that that's really tough though. Slight, slight lean towards. Nice. Slight. I see what you did there. See what you did there. Um, the Texans, Davis Mills slash Jeff Driscoll. Okay. Brady. Hey, Brady. Okay. Found one. All right. All right. We got one. We got one. Uh, the Colts. Now, right now, Brady. it was Sam Ellinger, but will next year CJ? We can't speculate of who who they're going to draft. So let's go Sam Ellinger. Yeah, Brady, Brady over Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah. two. We got two in a row. Um, nope, we're not going to make a streak out of it. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, not that one. Never okay, not that one. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Next question. Okay. Um, Wait, don't forget the Titans, Jim. Well, we're we're getting there. We're going Brady. we're we're going in in uh, city oh, alphabetical way. order by city. Gotcha. Uh, currently for the Raiders, Jarrett Stidham. Brady. Next. Brady. Brainy. Sit him, sit him. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, Chargers, Justin Herbert, Justin, of course. Okay, uh, Dolphins. We'll 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 yield to Tua because we we assume he's going to be back next year. I might pick Brady because if I'm going to scrape somebody off the turf, um, if it goes wrong, it might as well be a guy who's a Hall of Famer rather than the guy who refuses to believe he's a concussion problem. Because of the question, because of the questions of Tua, like it should be Tua. Should yeah, be even 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 with the even I'm, I'm just going on the sample, but yeah. because the, we have to consider that this situation also his concussions also it's gotta be Brady. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So there's four. I, I I kind of agree on that one. Um, Mac Jones. Brady. Next question. Mac. Mac. I would actually go Mac on that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, okay. We understand you got to protect your household, but Brady is not the right answer here. It's Brady. Next question. Uh, Mike White. Brady, next Brady. question. Okay, Brady. that's six right, right there. So that's that's five. I have five. Oh, you have five. I have six He's on my end. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of my own, right? Okay. About Mac Jones, just to be clear. Okay, but, gotcha. You know, um, Kenny Pickett. 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 Brady. Pickett. Pickett. No, Come it's on. Pickett. One, Come one on. Year sample. You're, I, I didn't say that's two, three years. Stop it. One year sample. Brady. Pickett. The answer is Pickett. It's Pickett's a better passer, and he's more one mobile year, right now, even for true. one year. You have an argument. It's Pickett, though. Brady, I got Brady. Here, here's the thing. Brutal. EJ, you're forgetting. It's a mobile quarterback league now, and Brady is it. not that. Pickett. All right. He's going Brady. He's trying to prove a point. Uh, the okay. the Titans, Josh Dobbs, Tannehill, God who knows who's going to be starting. Brady. 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 Yeah, Brady. That one's easy. All right. So, for, for the panel, we have six. In the AFC, EJ, I believe you have eight. Correct, sir. Ridiculous. Um, so he's on his own pace, barely with bad takes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Falcons, Desmond Ritter, Brady. Next Brady. question. Brady. Yeah, that, that one's that one's a Brady. Uh, Cardinals. I mean, Murray's the starter, but will he's not going to play most of the season. But so if I'm going into next year, it's Brady because of the AC because of the ACL injury. He's not playing half the year. First off, let's go there. Now, if he's healthy, I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Obviously, right? He's not healthy. That's just a reality situation. I mean, so, I guess. so with an asterisk, you can put Brady for the, yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah. I'll, you sure. know what? Even even for our sake, I'll, I'll mark Brady for that one. Um, the Panthers, Sam Darnold, Brady. Well, I got to pause there. I, I feel like. They're going to be working to kind of draft a guy or get a guy in free agency. Well, we're 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 going off what we have now because we kind of treated the Colts the same way. So, 
Right. This, so this is the asterisk, mm -hmm. Brady. So this is the third asterisk. And this right. is actually a, a topic we can revisit over the, right. over the, the offseason, too, especially. The Colts were an asterisk, the, the Cardinals, the and now the and now the Panthers. Houston's draft, right. definitely drafting a QB. Well, that, yeah, QB that's true, too. So, so really, it's, really, it's four asterisks. Yeah, it really is. Jim, you've we we're now getting in the territory about uh, what the point you made in the five discussions about you know super early uh, polls being stupid. Just saying, Bing. Well, sure. I mean, <laughs> go, you can go Good check one, that Kyle. out. Um, Justin Fields. 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 Okay. Fields. Uh, Dak Prescott. Dak. Dakota. Uh, Jared Goff. Goff. I would. After this year, I'll go golf. Yeah, I'll, 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 you, you found the one instance where I don't scoff at golf. <laughs> um, we gotta, we're, we're going to go Aaron Rodgers because we don't know differently at this point. It's still Rodgers. Charlay, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, what if it's Jordan Love? Do you go Brady or Love? Brady. Brady. Okay. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield, I guess, question mark Brady, for the Rams. Brady, Brady, Brady. that's question. Um... Cousins, right? Wait, that was if you gave. Okay, so Matt, Matt, time out, time out. Yeah, Matt. So we we went Baker Mayfield for the Rams and not Stafford. Is that correct? I mean, even yes. if it's Stafford, are you going Stafford or Brady? I would go Stafford over Brady. Are we going Stafford healthy and knowing his spinal's okay? Are we going for Stafford? Stafford that's why. I, yeah, that's why I said it's, Brady. It's, 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 it's a big deal because. I, sure. I think it's career. Is I, I would, I would trust. Uh, personally, I would probably trust Tom Brady for one year than than Stafford because I, I, I feel like right. Stafford is more cooked than Brady is. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. Right. Okay. It's Detroit's fault. Uh, and, and here's the reason why the answer in Minnesota is Brady is because the very reason he was successful in Tampa is he was plugged in instead of. Um, um, Jameis Winston. It's the same concept, so you have to say Brady here. I mean, you can think also too. Like, I mean, it, it, it could be a wash, possibly. Why? Why are you, you still? It, I, why no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm with you. <laughs> if you let me ask the question: If you insert Brady on that Minnesota team right now, did, did they beat the Giants probably this weekend? Yeah, not close. <sighs> I don't, I don't know. know. That defense is so bad. That defense is so bad. Agreed, but you know, and the, the Vikings and and. Bucks both have similar weapons on offense. Obviously, the, the Vikings have a deeper pool, but it's not like they're limited with receiving options. But Brady might, might, might get a shootout, which the Giants can't win with Danny Dimes. Right, that's fair. And I Vikings mean, also I, I, I agree with Kyle personally. Is is I would uh, I would I would lean Brady for one season. I would lean Brady. That's all we're saying is one season anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's that that's the dispute. Um, yeah. Andy Dalton question mark. Brady. 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 <laughs> what do you have there now, Matt? Uh, wait, real quick. Uh, Jim, what do you got? I'm, at, I'm at 12. I'm at 15. Um, Yours are ridiculous, too, bro. That's fine. That's my list, though. <laughs> um, again, he's got to make his point. Uh, Daniel Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> the crickets. <laughs> the crickets from the alleged me. Giants fan. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, guys. I wouldn't take him over Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's time. Give him his lifetime contract. <laughs> yeah, damn right. It's tough because, like, the style that Danny plays on, it fits. It wouldn't fit Brady. Yeah, I, it, I think it's the a, answer in New York is, is Daniel Jones, and I'm not the, being funny about it. The weapons to 
like Brady has to sit in that pocket and he does not have and the Giants line, even as much as it improved last couple of years, is still not that great. Right. So correct. I'll, I'll, I'll go dimes. Uh, Jalen Hurts. 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 Point. Yeah. Uh, 49ers. Because <laughs> you're gonna have we argued this today on the uh, Purdy show, Lance. Right? I assume Garoppolo's out. He's done. Garoppolo's gone. Yeah, I, no, he's I would probably go Lance or Purdy over Brady. I, I would. I would not go Lance before Brady because we don't know what we have. Um, I would go Brady before Purdy because here's the thing: I would bring Brady. I would bring Brady in because they're both so young. They would have the opportunity to watch a Hall of Famer at work. Right. So I, I'm going to say Brady. Uh, that's fair. A lot of the San Francisco offense is predicated on get your playmakers the ball quickly and let them do work. Oh, that's true. Um, I think, yeah, you know what? That's fair. So, Matt, we argued on the podcast that, like we said, so if San Fran hypothetically was in the Brady sweepstakes, obviously Jimmy's gone. You trade Lance with assets. That let Purdy sit a year behind Maybe Brady, <laughs> and then, yeah. boom, there you go. See, that's the thing. <laughs> assets. What are you get getting assets. for Trey Lance? A used yeah, ball bag? It would You're be, not it getting would, a second round. A couple, of, a couple of end zone pylons? What are you getting for him? <laughs> I mean, wait, have we, have we and, and this thing kind of talking about today on the podcast have we yeah. seen enough from Lance to say he's he's damaged goods already no no that's the thing no he's just too big of a question mark to get assets yeah I mean I, you're talking yeah I think what third round at, at best you might get a conditional third yeah um all right let's uh three more here Geno Smith Brady um I'm gonna say Gino. I I like Gino in in that with that team with that offense. I think Gino has has more of an ability to spread the field. You need because what we've already seen what a headstrong quarterback does in Pete Carroll's system. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gino on that one. Um, Tampa, are you going Brady or the field? I mean, well, Brady's not staying, so I don't think that should be an option. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I wouldn't even put Tampa as a possibility. Yeah, I, besides, I, Brady is actually is actually the best option right now in a one year sample. Sure, but he's not going to be there. So, well, right, that's what I'm saying. But you're not going to steal that one. So, don't try. no, 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 I'm not rebuilding it. I, no, no I'm not you're trying to get a free one. No, I'm not going to. You should use it in the first place anyway. You shouldn't use it. Yeah, Brady or Brady, I'll take Brady. Um. And uh, and and Washington, Sam Howell question mark Heineke question mark not Carson Wentz over Brady Heineke over Brady I go Brady I'll I'll go Brady over Howell for sure but Heineke over Brady I mean Howell's undefeated Matt Tom Brady is not undefeated (laughs) This is true though Matt I will say it's a little closer than realized though because Heineke's mobile Heineke's a little more. It's Mox more so that the, the way the team seems to react to Heineke. Correct. He's on that team. They they play with a little bit more passion than they do with a with a even if, even if we give Brady to Washington, that gets us, the panel, fourteen. I know it puts you over your magic number. Um, but there's also multiple asterisks there. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's, still, it's, still, it's, it's right around, it's, it, 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 it's actually closer to, it's actually closer to 50% than I thought we were going to get when I heard you say it. So well, uh, drafts also haven't taken place. Correct. I mean, Correct. Why, That's what I'm saying. Why, you know, way too soon's are dumb, but like, what was the final committee number, Jim? I missed it. 14. It, it, well, 13, 13 slash 14, you know, 
It, it's clo- I said it's closer to half than I, I thought we would get. But still not half. Oh, it, it, it is, is not – on our end, it is not half. EJ hit his magic number. 19. EJ hit his magic number because he's delusional. The and fact that you have it is 19 is ridiculous. But again, yeah. Matt, we're talking one-year sample. Now we go about like, the future. Again, one-year sample, and you continuing to say it doesn't make you more right. <laughs> okay, but we talk about the next year, it's like beyond one one year. He's not, not, not even in the top twenty-five. Yeah. Duh. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Who's making that? Argument? Insert Brady and fucking <laughs> I don't know uh, uh, the, the Raiders. I mean, they're they're probably at least a place a playoff team. They've already passed on him once. The Raiders are not a playoff team with Tom Brady. Well, they need to fix their I don't agree with that. Play out. They need. Well, I mean, they need to fix their uh, their, their defense situation, but the offense be great. All right, we um we we touched on uh, a little bit, obviously, in the good, bad, and ugly. The uh the the, the super oh, wow. wild card weekend. Uh, is there is there anything else that 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 we missed that you guys want to touch on, uh, from this past weekend and and the games. Um, before we uh, before we look ahead to, I mean, maybe Lamar Jackson. That's about it. So uh, so long as people keep up the energy about Byron Leftwich that they did with Lovey Smith, I'm good. Which they're not, and that's crap. Uh, yeah, the Lamar thing. Um, certainly a complicated situation in Baltimore. It is certainly going to be something that uh is fluid and is going to change. Um, from time to time, as 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 we move towards this off season, it's going to be one of the most watched um, situations with any any team this off season. I think it's going to be one of your biggest stories uh, this off season because either Baltimore is going to pay the man, uh, franchise the man, or somebody is going to get one of the one of the premier quarterbacks in the league um, next year. So I I do think that. That situation is still salvageable, even with all the optics looking as weird as it is. I mean, I think Baltimore knows that it's not, it goes beyond football. football Baltimore has the ability to do the right thing, so it is salvageable. Whether they actually do the right thing is the question mark because we've seen them lose a few people who were happy with that team and then left, right? uh, Just as recently as Hollywood Brown. So it's not that management always makes that right call, and they haven't yet in any of Lamar's conversations. And I, I don't know that they do now, especially when they got this close to beating the Bengals without him. They might yeah. try to bury their head in the sand and be like, well, we're fine. Let's use that money elsewhere. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is, is, and I think Kyle, you may have said it on, uh, on EJ's podcast, but it, it is a point that, um, ha- has been, been hit by a, a lot of people in sports media is Tyler Huntley hurt Lamar Jackson's number. Um, this weekend by, by what he, by what he did against, against Cincinnati, um, and, and putting them in the position that they did, um, that, that hurts Lamar's case to get Mahomes money. There, there's no, there's no disputing that. Um, and, and also too, cause, cause here's the thing, like the, the thing we've heard about and, and around Lamar Jackson is, um, well, the Ra- look, look how good he's been, and the Ravens haven't given him weapons. Okay, well, if you pay him Mahomes money, how are you getting him the weapons that he allegedly so desperately needs as well? Because you're not going to be able to bring in elite receivers and elite running backs and uh, bolster that offense or excuse me, bolster that defense and all of that. Like Something's got to give there. There's only so much money that can go out on an NFL roster. So um, 
I'm not I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson doesn't deserve a huge contract. That's not what I'm saying. But I think if you're the Ravens, you have to be careful if and how much you give a guy um, who is who who has trouble finishing seasons as well. Like if we like if we want to be really honest about, I mean, the guy because of the style of the style of quarterback that he is, maybe because of the lack of weapons. I'm not I'm not putting it all on on Lamar's shoulders. That you know that that he is a, a bit injury prone. So Deshaun Watson is the standard bearer right now, currently for the he, he's the standard, the current standard, right, for guarantee money. Sure, two hundred forty million. Whatever the hell yeah. it was. I don't think he is no, because the 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 owners are outright rebelling against the Browns as a franchise. Of course, Somebody right? May, no, hold on. Somebody may try to do that, but it's not going to fly. Um, so I'm not prepared. That's that's such a, a an outlier of a situation. This mm-hmm. is like people trying to think that Le'Veon Bell was going to reset the market, but when it fell on its face, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Um, now, maybe he drove the market up some, but as far as setting the market, you're going to be looking at Patrick Lamont Mahomes the second, right? Mahomes, actually, his contract is not as bad as you realize. Let me break down the... the no, it's the, not, because into it's, it. it's laced with something else, but it's not bad as much as it's big, Right. So that's kind of the standard set. And, and I, I get the part about him being hurt, Jim. To the Ravens' credit, they did what, what, what the Falcons did with Michael Vick. When he got his big deal, they had a reliable backup that'd be ready on a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. But you also touched on the lack of assets. If they lock up money in Lamar Jackson, ironically, they'll never pit, fix the problem with the weapons, period, point blank. I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious what, what what the number is that Lamar feels satisfied. The actual number. Yeah, and 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 where, and, and where Baltimore's willing to pay, and and where the bridge could be at. I'm you know, probably a sizable gap between those two numbers at this point. Yeah, at least at this point, because you're you're not going to have him uh, posting what he posted on Instagram, and and I think there's there you can tell there's there's frustrations on both sides. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are Ravens fans that are. Um, less than thrilled with Lamar Jackson at this point. I, I can't necessarily blame them in some form and fashion. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's gonna be one to watch. Like I said, I I think the <laughs> now we had a wish list before the season when they were asking him about a possible trade, and Detroit was on that list. I think that if that comes to fruition. Detroit, it's no longer just a frisky team next season. I think that they can compete for the top of the North. Matt, they might be the favorites next year to win the North. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I mean, if, if the Lions can, if the Lions could end up landing Lamar Jackson, and the Lions do have multiple draft picks thanks to the the Stafford trade. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, yeah, if if the Lions can land Lamar Jackson. Again, we don't know what's going to happen with the Packers quarterback situation, but to me, I, I'm putting the Lions ahead of Minnesota. And, I would, and and until we see the Bears prove that they're going to be put something around Justin Fields, we can't count them in. And uh, in a post Aaron Rodgers world, I, I I have a hard time putting the Packers above the Lions in that scenario as well. I know Miami was on the list also too of uh, wish list. Correct and Philly and. You know, so uh, yeah, that'll certainly be something to watch, uh, Matt or Kyle. Anything else from uh, from the uh, Super Wild Card Weekend? 
All right, let's uh, let's go ahead. We have uh, four games on tap uh, for this uh, for this upcoming weekend. Uh, yeah, great point there um, from from Mike. He says they're trying to rebuild the defense uh, like they had from the two thousands. Um, and uh, Kali, I think you might have touched on that. They're trying to find their Trent Dilfer. Woof! Imagine uh, imagine writing those words, but. Me Look, they've won. They've won Super Bowls with Trent Dilfer. Remind me of that, Jim. Fuck. They're trying to refine their Joe Flacco. Right. They they've won Super Bowls with Trent Dilfer. Who'd they beat in that one, EJ? Oh, yeah. Next question. <laughs> what? It's not I like it's your, that game. It's I not cried. like it's your team anyway. Allegedly. Allegedly. Collins, you were lucky to be there. <laughs> I agree. We won another one, Minnesota. Yeah. And I, um, I get it. And uh, they they also, of course, won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. But all right, let's go to the games this weekend. Wait, elite Joe Flacco, according to some guy we know. Oh boy, oh boy. Shut your ass. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, we start in Kansas City. You have the four seed Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to the number one seed Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, who are eight and a half point home favorite? Fifty three is your over under Saturday four thirty Eastern time uh, on NBC. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. I think this game will be competitive early, and I think once it's a third middle third quarter, kind of like what Seattle San Fran did. Casey says, "Oh shit, we got we got to play football now," and they'll take your business to cover the spread. Over under is what again? Uh, Fifty three. Ooh, give me under. All right, Matt. Um, I'm definitely going to take Kansas City minus the eight and a half. Um, I will take the over though in this one. I think that Kansas City will put up enough points to build a comfortable lead. Jacksonville might battle back a little bit. Uh, I could see like a 35 21 finish when all is said and done. Um, Kyle, do you want to go next or do you, do you want to want me to take it and you can kind of give some of your Jags expertise? Um, well, here, I'll make it really simple. Um, when the Jags faced the Chiefs last time, it was competitive. And it was competitive for a while because the Chiefs had one of their worst games of the season. It was the kind of thing where they eventually, you know, almost get beat by the Texans or did lose to the Colts. Granted, the Jags are a lot better, but at the end of the day, you're telling me Patrick LeVon Mahomes II is going to struggle against a team whose weakness is the defensive secondary. I'm not buying. I got the Chiefs. Yeah, look, uh, the, the Jags have been one of the hottest teams, um, and the, the the come from behind win this past weekend uh, was uh, you know was was incredible. Uh, I wish I could have watched more of the game, um, but I think we're talking about a team that, and and to their credit, arrived a year early. Um, but I, I think the, the environment, um, the clock hitting midnight for Cinderella, all, all of those things, um, are just going to stack up a little too high against Jacksonville. Um, I, I, you know what, I'll give them, I'll give them, they'll cover the eight and a half, um, barely, uh, but, um, give me the slight, slight. (laughs) Slight, um, slight cover, slight, slight cover, cover, slight cover. Maybe it may be a, you know, an eight point, an eight pointer. Um, but, uh, give me the, give me the over as well. Uh, Devin has Kansas city in the over, uh, Mike has the Jags and the over, uh, and then we go to Saturday night to the number six seed fighting day the New York giants, 
uh, travel to Philadelphia. The number one seed Philadelphia Eagles, who are seven and a half point home favorite. Uh, 48 is your over under 815 Eastern time on Fox. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. I mean, I think you've seen all season that I, I refuse to pick against the team, so I'm not going to start this late in the game. Give me the Eagles. I will take the over, though. I think 48 is a little low, given what um, you know we've seen the Giants' offense able to do the, these past few weeks and, and what the, the Eagles' offense has done historically, um, especially in, in cold-weather games. Uh, all right, Kyle. I get that the Eagles and Jalen Hurts are playing their worst football of the year so far. I get that they have student of the game MVP Saquon Barkley on their roster. I get that EJ is allegedly a fan of both teams. But allegedly. at the end of the day, I, I am not brave enough to pick the Fighting Day Bulls um, over over Sirianni, the second-placed candidate for coach of the year behind Doug Peterson. Third, third place. Um, I have the Eagles. Third place. You can hold up. Uh, you can hold up this all you want. I give your choice. This, okay. I give the All right, EJ. Two of your three favorite teams. Allegedly, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, who do you got no, here? No, I, I think uh, much like Seattle, San Francisco. You know, you, you saw this weekend with, with teams that are in the same division. They can be competitive. Philly's better team. There's, there's no question about that. So I think the Giants on the points is is actually a smart move here. But Philip wins this game. Um, and give me the under. I think the under is easy, actually. Um, I think it's complicated because uh, – and, and obviously the, the, the Eagles are not going to um, – actually, I should, put the, uh, I should put this graphic up here uh, for, the, uh, oh. for, for the weekend games. Um, but, but the Eagles obviously aren't going to reveal a whole lot about the, the health of uh, Jalen Hurts. So, so I think that, that's the big question mark going into this one. Uh, was able to play full week. participant. Full participant. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you got to think that that he's he's ready to go. Um. Yeah, I think I think Philly. I think Philly's just just they're just too good. I re- I do. No, uh, they, yeah. Um. You know, I think it. I think it could be close for a little while, but uh, yeah, I think Philly pulls away. Uh, I'll even take Philly to cover the seven and a half and. I'm gonna go over. You know, I think the Eagles the Eagles are gonna score points, especially if Jalen is one hundred percent. And um yeah, I mean the the Giants Saquon, I think that they're they're gonna put some points on the board. So forty eight does feel a little bit low there. Uh Mike has the Eagles in the under, Devin has Philly uh and the under as well. Uh then we go to Sunday. We start at three o'clock Eastern time on CBS. It is the Number three seed Cincinnati at the number two seed Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is a five-point home favorite. 48 is your over-under on this one. EJ, we will – or Kyle, actually. We'll start with you on this one. Listen, I have no rhyme or reasons. This is probably going to be the closest game of the season, postseason, and all of it. Um, So, with that in mind, the only reason I picked the Bills is because I prophesized it and even whispered it into game. Davis's ear on the field at uh, at UCF's bounce house of FBC Mortgage Stadium playing when they were playing uh, South Carolina State while I was covering it for the Black and Gold Bannerette. Bing! Um, so, yeah, because of that and that alone, I know Mikey Byrne might object. He surely will in the comments shortly. Um, but I have the Bills. All right, EJ. This is tough because I have since going to the Super Bowl. But they just lost, lost a lineman too this week. 
and that's a big deal. And this this line has moved actually a point and a half in the last uh, day or so. <sighs> I, I'm gonna stick with the Bengals. I'm gonna stick with the. I, I just think they're they're a more well rounded team anyway. Um, the Bills have been kind of uh, you know, up and down a little bit last couple of weeks. I don't know. I, I, I it comes to trust. Who who do you trust more? Do you trust Joe Burrow or you trust uh Josh trust again? Or, 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 or do you trust uh Josh Brett? Do I it was that was uh that, that was, was a Jack there. that was a uh oh. Nicholson uh Joker uh line. Who do you trust? Do I, you I think trust? I think I need to get that one on trust. the board. The prince did a soundtrack with my record. But yeah, Josh um, anyway. never led the league in interceptions. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm with you. I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm just saying that uh, he's a little bit of a gunslinger. That's what I'm saying. I mean, um, if I had the soundboard, I would be playing Shut Your Ass. I'm just saying. Play it. <laughs> Shit. I'll go. Shut the f up. <laughs> um, I'm going to go in since a year still. I, I, I think when it comes to the better, well-rounded team since he's been here for, I, I don't think they'll, they'll get – too intimidated by the you know be playing in Buffalo because they just did this whole shit last year, you know playing in KC in Tennessee you know and all that. Give me sense to win this game outright. Um, so I was in the cover and I'll take the over on this one. All right, Matt. I'm definitely gonna take the over. I think the, we'll see a lot of points put up from each team. And again, 48 seems low for what these two offenses are capable of. Um, neither team really looked great. Last weekend, they both won their games, and we saw what they can do, but they also played with their food a little bit too much for my liking. So um, with that being said, I think it'll be a closer affair. So I think the Bills win, but I would take Cincinnati plus the the five points. Uh, I think it, we'll see a field goal or less type decision in this one. Yeah, you know, and and uh, I, I've, I've said it, you know, throughout this season at times, and 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 I think Mike hits the the the, the nail on the head here. The Bills gave up thirty to Skylar Thompson. Um, are they they are they really going to be able to slow down Joey Burr and company? Um, I get it's in Buffalo, but so was the game against Skylar Thompson. Um, so like I have no idea who that you is. know. Like let 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 like let's be honest, and and it's not a it's not a shot at Devin's Dolphins, but you know it, it there's been there's been questions about the Bills that you know they, they they have as Matt said they played with their food all year long like they just they don't seem to have that killer instinct. The Bengals are kind of playing with this chip on their shoulder. Um, I'm taking the Bengals to obviously cover because I'm taking them to win. Um, I'll go, I'll go over, uh, be, but yeah, I, I, I got Cincinnati in this one. Uh, Mike says they got to play us Bengals in the over Devin has the bills, um, and the over Devin thinks his game is going to go into overtime. Uh, I do not. Uh, I, I, I really do. I think the, um, I think the Bengals are going to take it. Um, yeah. And, and you know, we, we, we go back to, um, you know, before everything happened with with uh, Demar Hamlin a few weeks ago, um, the the Bengals did pretty much. And I get it's a very small sample size. The Bengals looked uh, to kind of have uh, the early portion of that game. I mean, you can't you can't extrapolate four quarters out of a couple of minutes, but um, the the Bengals certainly did get off to a hot start uh, in that one. And then uh, the final game for divisional weekend, it is the 
Uh, number five seed Dallas Cowboys traveling to the number two seed San Francisco 49ers, uh, who are a three and a half point home favorite. 46 and a half is your over under on this one. Uh, Sunday, 630 Eastern time on Fox, Fox. just like the good old days in the, in the mid nineties, right? Kyle, right? EJ, we remember those days. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you on this one. First off, very respectable spread for the Cowboys here. Only three and a half points. It, and it actually has moved a half point throughout the day today because it started at four. Wow. So Dallas might come in here. Wow. Interesting. <sighs> Give me San Francisco to cover slightly. I, this, this, this might be the best Slight. Game the no, I, I think people people are sleeping on the Cowboys, man. They really are. I think the Cowboys, they play their air game. This will be a, this will be a good game. I was still thinking San Francisco, but this will be a very good game. Um. But I think San Francisco will, will cover slightly. Give me like a 24-20 uh, final score, literally. Um, and uh, what was the over under again, buddy? 46 and a half. I think under. All right. Uh, Matt. Uh, I do think it will be a closer game than, than we're seeing on. Um, so I will take Dallas plus the three and a half. Um I do nothing again. Do nothing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I just like the the three and a half points because I don't think either team will win convincingly. Whoever does win. Um, so with that being said, and it being a closer spread like that, give me the three and a half points. Who knows? Maybe off of some missed extra points or a shanked field goal. Who's to say what will happen when all is said and done? Um, but I will take the <laughs> under on this game. I think. Both teams have the defenses that will give the, the quarterbacks on either side fits. All right. Kyle. I don't get it. Um, a team whose alleged best assets are running backs. Allegedly. Run against a team that typically crushes the run. A great defense that uh, pressures offenses into making mistakes with a guy who allegedly – makes a lot of them in Dakota Prescott. Allegedly. And a, de and a defense that it, it gets spread thin and isn't the old gray mule that it used to be against a team with a butt-ton of weapons. I'm not seeing the confidence in the Cowboys. What am I missing? Help me here, guys. You know? Uh, I, you looking I, for I, me I, to help you? Money. Yeah, please. Because I for mean... my money... The fact that the spread isn't twice as much as it is, granted, I'm not. It's shocking. I, I mean, yeah. I think that's. I think part of part of what's going into the spread is is probably um, how again against a seven and eight, uh, eight and nine. a seven or eight and nine, whatever the hell these stupid. I, you know what, NFL? Yeah, can you please get it. me a, an even number of games in an NFL season, Thank please? You. Um, a, a eight and nine bucks team, but the, 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 the Cowboys for the first time in a long time played a, about as well as you can on both sides of the ball. I think it's a reaction to what we saw yesterday. Probably a bit of an overreaction. To be honest. There's the answer I'm looking for, Jim. It's an overreaction. I got the Niners. You can have your damn field goal and a half. I, I don't think a mixed extra point's going to come into play here. I'm not saying they're going to spank it like, like they did the uh, the Seahawks, but then if they did, meh, I'm not exactly surprised either. Yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I am I am 
riding the the happiness wave today. Um, uh, I was actually in at my office today, uh, reveling in Victory Tuesday, um, because for some dumb reason the NFL thinks we need to have Monday night games in the playoffs. I hate it. I fucking um, hate it. look. I don't care who won last night. Uh, I I. I it, it, it's dumb. One team is on a short week. Um, I'm not making excuses if the Cowboys lose, but you have a team on a short week. Um, and, and there's the three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. I don't understand why the math is hard, but fuck you, Roger. Um, money. Spread the money out. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, and and I knew it was going to be the Cowboys and, and Brady because – that that's the most valuable matchup and that's going to give you your most talking points on a Tuesday. Um, all, all that said, look, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy as hell. The Cowboys won. Uh, I'm, I'm happy as hell for Dak to have played as well as he did. Um, th- this is a, in, a, an insanely taller task for the Dallas Cowboys. It, it, it absolutely is. Now the, 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 the biggest question mark, and, and I said it, I think before last week's game, and, uh, you know, I, I've touched on it even even down the down the road uh, at the end of the season for the Niners. Like at some point you would think the rookie magic bubble is going to burst for Brock Purdy. Will it happen this week? We don't know. Like that, that that's one of those magic mysteries that lies out in the universe. But, um, you know, I, I, I just I, I look at this Niners team and, and to me, I think the biggest mismatch in this game is uh, the Cowboys, especially once you get outside of the pass rush, um, have struggled at times against a run game and have struggled to tackle, um, uh, you know, playmakers on the other side of the ball. That, to me, is the difference in this game, and that is why uh, San Francisco covers, San Francisco wins. Um, I will take a slight over... Um, but, uh, yeah, I, look, I hope, I hope the Cowboys can make it to the, you know, they they won their first road playoff game since I was six years old yesterday. Um, that's great. It's one of those weird stats though, because I mean, not that eight straight road playoff losses is a good thing, but it's not like they play a road playoff game every season. Um, but nonetheless, I'm happy, I'm happy from yesterday but reality is is lurking around the corner five days from now. So um, that that is uh, that is the truth there. Um, Mike says he says I think people uh, believe that this is the uh, defensive line will be the toughest that Brock Purdy has to face. Um, he thinks that Parsons can wreck Purdy. I mean, again, I mean, the, you know, that's you know, that's a bad take. Walker Little shut down Micah Parsons in Jacksonville. You think Parsons is going to get through Trent Williams? I don't. Uh, I, I mean, it, it it it's possible, but again, it, it's um, you know, I love cocky Niner fan here. I love it, cocky Niner <laughs> fan. Kyle's back, it's, baby. This is hell yeah. Fan. This is analysis. Something you wouldn't know no. anything about, Mister Fan of every single team. Okay, I'm, I'm just uh-huh. talking to you, buddy. You know, I, I mean, I'll say this: maybe this is the toughest front that Purdy faced. You're, 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 you're trying to tell me that this isn't the toughest that Dakota Prescott faced. And I understand that Trent Williams faced an injury throughout the year. He's still back in the lineup and better at 75% than a lot of guys in the rest of the league. Okay. 
this is not this does not make sense to me also to the point made earlier when we were discussing ej's completely trash take about brady being better than half the quarterbacks in the league that was right on of course the quick release aspect of the shanahan offense also rules parsons basically irrelevant I, i i'll put it this way somebody else has to have a really good game for parsons to have a really good game and then again dakota prescott's going to make at least one mistake I mean, I'm glad I wasn't going to say it because then I would have got accosted by. Hey, you already have an apology letter to write, so I want to listen to the listen to listen to the play. This this will be Dak's challenge because it is the best defense in football. So, yeah. Next question. Certainly, it's certainly like I said. I I think it's 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 the toughest the toughest task that this Cowboys team has faced all year. Period. Um, I hope I need to put up points on defense and special teams. Oh, easily, San Francisco. Easy, San Francisco. Yeah, I, I, and that's assuming if it all goes worst case scenario for Purdy, just like Bernier claims. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. If it's if it's still coming down to it, I mean, every team should face challenges. I agree, but um, I, I I don't I don't have faith enough just by beating a bad Buccaneers team um, that that this Cowboys team is going to rise to the challenge against. Um, what some believe more on that later, uh, is the best team, uh, in the, in the playoffs right now. Uh, Mike has Cowboys in the under, uh, Devin says he hopes he's wrong, but he has 49ers and the over. But speaking of that later thing, there now, uh. look at that. Even in section 108. All right, Jim, you, you, give, me, give me a card to Kyle. He's the whitest one on the panel. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you saw my failed attempt at dancing one time this season. I think I still have Kyle beat. I'm, I'm I mean, fairly let's certain. Get this, let's get this straight. Like, I have a tie and glasses on. That's... If this is what it takes, I'm glad I'm this good a method actor, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, EJ, for the podcast listener, uh, give us, because as we are only uh, doing the teams that are still in play, your uh, your top eight. Top eight, number one. Well, let's go eight to one. Eight to one. It's not? up to you. Eight, it's your segment. Eight, New, eight, the New York Giants. Seven, the Jaguars. Six, the Cowboys. Five, the Eagles. Four, the Bengals. Three, the Bills. Two, the Chiefs. One, the Niners. Um, Rolling down, fellas. It is. And I suggest to the committee the only change that I would really feel a way about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're overreacting still. I got uh, the Jags ahead of the Cowboys. Do you have a win against them? I will say that. I, I, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem switching those two. Um, Should Philly be higher? And and maybe I'll levy this to Matt. Okay. Because to me, you know, I, I looked at a Bills team that struggled to put away Skylar Thompson. I looked at a Bengals team that struggled to put away Tyler Huntley. And you're talking about a team that is the number one seed in the NFC. Let me defend my real quick why I have it five. Okay. There was consideration put him higher. The, the, this question was from Jalen Hurts. I don't know how healthy he is. I mean, he was a full participant today. If we're having the conversation about struggle to put away, the Eagles struggled to put away 
the entire backup crew of the Giants, right? I mean, the Eagles also were playing with a Jalen Hurts that had been out hurt. And, and a very vanilla, and a very yeah, very vanilla offense that week. I I, I don't I don't know that that should necessarily be, be, be held against them, right? And because of the question marks that on both sides of the argument is why they're lower. They should be at least in the top top four. So three, where do you put them? Then, I guess right? I don't know. I'm in five, so you. I mean, I'm not mad at it. They they did have the week off because they took care of business early. So, you know, unfortunately, they, they struggled a, a bit down the stretch there. Um, but I, I think if you had had them above Cincinnati, who struggled to put away a Ravens team who shouldn't have been competitive at all, then I wouldn't argue with that either. I'm surprised people are surprised that that game was competitive, given the nature of that division. Um. I, I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, people people want to put, you know, you're talking about the defending AFC champion. And you're talking about a team that's playing with a chip on its shoulder, all of that. Um, they To me, they should have been better. I get it's a divisional matchup, same as Buffalo-Miami. But at some point, when you're hosting home playoff games against teams that are worse than you, um, you know, you should be expected to be better if, if you're going to be talked among the league's elite. So to me, the 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 Bengals, like, I I I personally would put the Bengals above the Bills. Yeah, um, in hindsight, I, I may have. I might you know, have, I yeah. I I think I think there's an argument for three, four, and five to be in any order. Like I wouldn't 3A, even three A, three B, three C. Yeah. Well, we're not doing that because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to see Kyle's head explode all over exactly. section one hundred eight. Um, but <laughs> but. You know, if you want to put the Eagles at three, Bengals four, uh, Bills five, I don't have a problem with it. If you want to put uh, Cincy four, Philly five, uh, Buffalo or uh, yeah, Philly four, Buffalo five, like again, I think I think one and two are right. We we talked about this throughout the season that there's kind of tiers with with teams that I think your top two are correct. Um, I, I three, four, or five are in that tier. You put them wherever you want. Six and seven are in their own tier, and then there's the Giants. But that's no, the weird thing, though. No offense, EJ, thing. and your alleged favorite team. No, no, that's okay. But this is the weird thing, though, Jim, about this. this Allegedly. Is, is that I feel like if Hurts is actually healthy, they're in tier one also. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this there's a lot of questions around Jalen Hurts about it? Yeah, and and I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they should be in tier one. Like, I like, I don't. I don't think one. they should be locked in at three. But I think there's a case for Philly to be higher, and it and it has. As much to do with them being the number one seed in the NFC as it does with what we saw with Buffalo struggling to put away Skylar Thompson and the Bengals struggling to put away Tyler Huntley and the Ravens. Which is why I don't understand why the argument for Kyle saying Jags over the Cowboys. Now, granted, they did beat them, but so the Giants beat the Jaguars over the two in the year, but that's another story. But, you know, when the Cowboys, granted, it was the Buccaneers, but they, but, but they did. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But they okay. did the thing that you're, you're, you're complaining that the Bengals Bills didn't do. They put away. They, not, it wasn't the Cowboys they beat Tampa this week. It's the way they beat them. They trounced them from start to finish. It was never close. It was never a game. And that, to me, in a playoff game, especially on a road against Tom Brady, even with a, a bad Bucks team, is still impressive. So it's impressive to beat a garbage team. Again, the way they beat them. No, I'm going to finish here. The, the, the Can I finish? Can I finish? Beat a weak team and trounce them, air quotes, despite missed field goals. Then to take a team that is double digits and would win other divisions, but not one with Patrick LeVon Mahomes in it, 
and come back and after digging themselves in a hole. I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, I like. I mean, it's, EJ, it's your list to defend. I, I like. I mean, I, I get I get his argument. I'm just saying that to me, it showed me more. Like to me, I think Dallas is close. I think the gap between Eagles and Cowboys are actually a lot closer than you, than you give them credit for. Also, too, on top of that, so that's a lot of my argument too. Dallas is closer to the top five than I, I think that most people. Well, I I don't think we know what the gap between Philly and Dallas are because the first time Philly and Dallas played, Riptide Rush was under center for Dallas. The second time we saw them play, Uncle Rico was under center for Philadelphia. So, so I, I, I don't think we know how those teams match up. Um, it'd be cool to find out, but I don't think we were gonna. <laughs> um, but I, I don't, I don't think we know what that gap is. To be a hundred percent honest, could it be tight? Are the Cowboys better? They could be. Are the are the Eagles miles ahead of Dallas? They certainly could be as well. That that's a huge unknown. I'm not I'm not I'm not signing off on any anything saying that those two teams are that close to each other. But again, I I, I also when the, when the Tampa Bay scored to end the third quarter, I also saw that game ending a much different way. But that's just that the Cowboys but, beating me but, up for but, the last thirty. Right, years. But, but that's your paranoia. And, 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 I, and for the record, oh, it's not no, paranoia no. when it's based in and reality, EJ. Paranoia who watched Tom Brady do it this many years too. Well, that too, but it's not paranoia when it's based in reality. But right, but, but but the thing is, it didn't happen. That's the reality. No, and and uh, it did not happen. Like I said, I'm more than thrilled that that the very next drive, the Cowboys went and answered back with a touchdown, something that they have struggled to do at times um, over the course of their their history. So for the record, so I mean, I'm not trying to defend the Cowboys here, but you know, allegedly. <laughs> nice drop. Um, but yeah, look, I, I I wholeheartedly agree with the Niners at one and the Chiefs at two. I whole I. Maybe even more wholeheartedly agree with the Giants at eight. Um, everything else in between, I think there is a discussion for. Um, we will eliminate, you know, half of these teams uh, by the time we meet again next week. We will. We will certainly see um, how that, that goes. Uh, let's see. Mike uh, says, "Flip the Bengals and the Bills." Uh, he says he'll stop. I home. mean, the argument about that. I, <laughs> he I, says I, he'll I, stop it, homering it, now, but I don't know that I believe that. No, <laughs> the honestly, on this panel is the one that said it. There's that. But I will. I think they're interchangeable too. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. You know what? Honestly, in hindsight, I might do that myself because I, I think the Bills win was a little more concerning than the Bengals win. Um. They've had I, I, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Here's why, though. Bengals played the Ravens last week. They just played last week. Okay? They play again a week, a week later. Okay? Huntley's had time with his team to, to, to at least have this game, team, this game competitive. Okay? Whereas the, the Dolphins are literally going to the third-string quarterback, you know, <laughs> I mean, with quarterback issues all, all year long, pretty much. You know, sure. the, the Bills win was a little concerned. So, honestly, in hindsight, I, 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 I agree with Mike and Kyle there. I, I, was, I stopped the Bills and Bengals, honestly. Okay, I mean, I, I I think, but with the with the, I mean, the Bills at least were, were were playing in front. It took a boneheaded coaching decision, um, instead of running it with one of your bruising running backs, um, you know, and putting the hands the ball in the hands of Tyler Huntley, um, who who made a uh tragic mistake for that for that team, um. To you know, and and it's you know, right place, right time for, pardon me, Mike, for uh, m forgetting the name of the 
Bengals defender. I'm sure you'll put it in the chat here in a second. Um, to to catch that uh, that loose ball and run it 98 yards. Uh, but you know it. Um, I mean, if you want the wash, you're the wash to be put Eagles in three and Bengals one five, whatever. And it's like I said, I, I think three, four, five are are yeah. interchangeable. Six, seven, interchangeable. Um, but one, two, and, and eight, I think are are uh, where you wanna where you wanna lock it in. Um, Sam Hubbard, thank you, Mike. I knew you'd be there for me. Um, but uh, speaking of locking it in, uh, we go to uh, our our weekly close. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. We got uh, we got a few more weekends in the National Football League, gentlemen. It is winding down. Uh, as as sad as that is, you know, we're the sun is setting. Um, but uh, going into divisional weekend, what are your locks? What are your guarantees uh, for the weekend? Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. My lock of the week will be that Bengals Bills game. That over is the 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 bet of the weekend. Bet the over on that game. Okay. Lock it up. All right. Um. I can see that. I can certainly sign off on that one. Uh, Matt, what is your guarantee for the weekend? I will give my lock uh, in, in terms of gambling-wise to the under in the Dallas-San Francisco game. Lock it up. All right. All right. I can't uh, necessarily disagree with that. Uh, Kyle, what do you got for your lock this weekend? Well, for me, it's not anything related to the games per se, but next year um... – uh, uh, Staley will be fired and EJ will be complaining about it all the way up until that point in 2024. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, you know, I had to build a little bit of drama. I uh, threw you guys off the scent a little bit when I was talking about the Cowboys and the 49ers. Um, my lock of the week, Brett Maher makes all of his extra points this weekend. However, However, he misses a 28-yard field goal as time expires for the Dallas Cowboys to lose the game by one point. Lock it up. Wow. What a dick. Because that will happen. That That's the kind of thing that will happen to me. Watch Jim's timeline on Sunday night. Hey. Jesus. Go, go to the – I, I think I was very good last night. I was very minimal. Uh well, you were minimal, yes, but you were definitely bitching early in the game. No, I mean, not n- nothing like normal. Like Dallas was ahead, and you're like, ah, what the fuck, what the fuck. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know. I mean, I- I'll go back and check it, but I don't think it was, uh, <laughs> it was quite as exaggerated as you are. Uh, Devin uh, says the Bills and Bengals will go into overtime. That is his lock, it up. lock of the week, and uh, Mike, well. He, and see, I, this is why I called bullshit on uh, on Mike saying that he was going to stop going homer. His lock of the week lock it up. is that the Bengals will win. That's his lock of the week. <laughs> good bet, though. Really, uh, really going out on a limb there, Mike. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Um, but uh, that's where we're going to close it up for divisional week. Um, eight teams left in the National Football League, and uh, next week there will be four. Uh, but, uh, EJ, let the people know where they can, uh, follow and keep track with you and everything you're doing. All right. Twitter, EJ, Christian seven, all my podcasts, or podcast podcasts on filter, take wrestling, you name it. Follow the link tree at uh, linktree dot, uh, slash, is it slash, Mike? uh, Ernest Christian. 
Um, and that's all I got for you, man. Guys, it's been fun here, man. I'm going to miss the show once it's done. All right, Matt. Yep, you can follow me across all platforms at Teach Into the Choir. You can hear me on Thursdays and Tuesdays, the 3CT podcast, talking all things wrestling. Uh, and then starting in a, about a month will be the pitch, focusing on all things soccer and baseball. All right, student of the game, Kyle Nash. We're going to keep track uh, of you. Honor, joy, and privilege, fellas. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same, the SOTG, where you can check out my various wrap ups and writings from UCF basketball with the black and gold banneret. Also, Jaguars football in the NFL with the three point conversion. And hey, look out, guys, sooner than later, Orlando Guardians content with oh, the XFL. That's coming here. Just spoke today as uh, as this is being recorded. Just spoke today to uh, head coach Terrell Buckley, former FSU great. So obviously EJ will be excited. He'll probably about to talk about that one time that they beat his Notre Dame Fighting Irish as well or something. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so with that in mind, look out for that on all the unnecessary stuff. Also, look out for stuff with. A7BN Sports and the Captain and Company Morning Show on OldSchool101.com with my friend, Captain Chris Hill, an honor, joy, and privilege crew. But until next time, class dismissed. Yeah, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Uh, you can, um, yeah, I, I, I did want to follow back on, on something we opened the show with, uh, uh, the, the news of... Uh, Ring of Honor and independent wrestling superstar uh, Jay Briscoe. Um, it has been confirmed passed away in a car accident today uh, in Delaware. So, so definite uh, tragic news. We will certainly, um, unfortunately, be talking about that uh, this Thursday on Three CT. So, if you are a wrestling fan, um, you make sure to, uh, to to check that out. Um, our our thoughts, of course, are with uh, with his his brother. Uh, his family, his friends, and, and all of his colleagues across the wrestling industry. Uh, just absolutely uh, horrible news there. But uh, you can follow the show at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and TikTok. YouTube.com slash at Huddle Up Podcast uh, to make sure you, uh, you are subscribed there. You can get us on all podcast platforms as well as our merchandise over at tpublic.com hit the link tree uh in all of our social medias uh so you do not miss anything share the show with somebody you think might enjoy it until uh next week uh when we are back live looking ahead towards nfl championship weekend uh we hope you stay safe stay smart and as always go for the win